to the Money Mentors Podcast. Well, it's time. This is it. And uh, I've got to admit that uh, I have some things to put together yet. Got some homemade things we're doing. That's fun. And of course, as you think you want to do that, I had a machine breakdown that I'm using to put together stuff. I can't be too specific because it's coming to your family that we're putting oh. some things, craft together, if you would. But yeah, you love it when you're in the midst of a project, you put time aside to do it. And then something else happens, doesn't go your way, right? And you're like, oh, man, I spent all that time fixing. And then, of course, we had our tree up because we never took it down, one of those type of years. <laughs> and, and then now we have to put the stuff out in the yard. So I'm like, the tree's already up, so I can kind of relax. Now, no, get the stuff out in the yard. So yep. all of a sudden we put that out, and it was nice weather to do that. And now we're getting the clouds and the rain and mm-hmm. supposedly snow's coming, and the markets are going up, and the markets are going down, and the markets are going sideways. And so what is the end of the year going to look like? I think that's what we're all wondering right now, isn't it? Because it's uh, certainly been an interesting December with our money and this market. And last week, uh, Goldman Sachs issued some words of caution for investors who are trying to maybe buy some of these recent dips we've had. They say December volatility still has a little room to run here these next couple of weeks, and their risk gauges aren't flashing buy signals just yet. But since this month's been a little rocky, are you advising your clients to jump on some of these dips? How are you approaching it? Yeah, we've been definitely watching them, and it's been kind of actually kind of fun. If you've listened to the show at all, you know that Gary's the happiest when the markets go down 10% or more. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ring that bell. Yeah. <laughs> and 2017, I'll just say for me as an advisor, was very boring. I mean, you can yawn <laughs> and go, hey, it's steady ups. There was not that many pullbacks, and the markets did all these wonderful things. And I kind of think that's going to be the abnormal market. Um, they've been calling, at least our portfolio managers have been calling some volatility at the end of this year. They think it's got some more downturn into us. They're saying kind of lay off the dips or buying into the negative yet. And so we'll kind of see. We are very patient. That's the hardest thing to do when you're an advisor or a buyer in the market is looking, saying that when is the best time to get back in? It's always easy to get out, right? Yeah. But it's always, when is the best time to get back in? And patience will work very well for people by by just sitting on the sideline a little bit, watching things and what's happening between now and the end of the year. And I think the first quarter is going to be, you know, I won't say rough, but I think we're going to see some negativity there. There's going to be some more profit-taking. There's going to be a lot more looking at the markets, what the taxes are really going to be, and a lot of announcements coming out so we can kind of see clarity. And Gary, uh, when markets pick up, uh, we start paying attention to risk a little bit more with our own current investments. And uh, that's why we have a really helpful tool right there on the website at matsonfinancial.com. Our listeners can actually go on there and uh, take a quick little quiz. There's no pass or fail here, but it really gives you an idea of that starting point with your conversation with your advisor or with your team there at Matson Financial about what kind of risk are you actually comfortable with right now? Yeah, and I think that those 11 questions actually is called pass-pass. And you it's not a fail, but you get it. You kind of look at where you're at, where you want to be, what is the temperature going on out there, and is your portfolio and assets lining up with what the markets are doing? You know, we know that people have taken on too much risk because of bonds being so down and no returns there, basically. Mm -hmm. We know that they're going to heat up and bonds are changing. You're seeing that in the market towards the end of the year. But you're really looking at and saying, do I need to take that much risk to get the returns I need? And you're looking at inflation. We have all these worries going on. And people may be going in the wrong direction. Hmm. You don't need to add risk to get returns. 
And people are like, wait, no, 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 you're, you're wrong. No, there's different instruments you can use out there to make sure that you're getting protection on the downside to certain levels and have the opportunity to have the growth on the upside. Hmm. Now, that sounds like an annuity. People talk all the time that you can have an annuity right. and you participate you in the ups. Mm-hmm. Yep, nothing on the downside. But there's other tools out there that work that same way, like structured notes. Structured notes is a tool that when the markets go up, you participate. When the markets go down to a certain level, you don't participate. And they're generally short-term instruments, you know, less than three years. So it's not just having one instrument in your portfolio that works, it's having diversification and able to really let the markets do what they do, which is either up or down, and still have the opportunity to make money. And if you have an active portfolio manager, that's exactly what they're going to be doing. They're going to let the markets run. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you look at like, to you know, this last week, it's been moving one, two, maybe up to 3% bounce around in certain areas. But you're really not getting into that because the dips are still handling going down maybe even further. So, again, patience is the key. Patience. And at the same time, finding that balance of growth versus protection, especially as we start to see this market get a little choppier. The lows are pretty low. The highs are really high. And again, that volatility, that bouncing around, if it's giving you that kind of sick feeling in your stomach right now, let's have a conversation about where you are with that risk score. You can take that quick quiz online this weekend at matsonfinancial.com. That's Matson with two T's, financial.com. Real life lessons about your retirement. You're listening to the Money Mentors Podcast. Well, the media has been reporting for years now that the baby boomer retirement surge is coming and it looks like the floodgates are wide open now. A Pew Research study says between 2008 and 2019, the retired population of those ages 55 and older grew by about a million retirees every year. But in just the past two years, that group of retirees, 55 and up, have grown by three and a half million people. Gary, this is something you're noticing all the time there in the office. It seems like it just gets busier and busier, doesn't it? Yes, we do, because we do have a limited amount of time frame or resources we have that we can dedicate to new clients. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do spend the majority of our time working and taking care of our current clients. And when somebody comes to us and wants to have that review or that look at where they're at now, it doesn't mean always that we have a time space available. And so like at the end of this year, we've been working with a lot of clients harvesting you know, taxes, situations and making sure we're in a great position at gifting, those type of things. And so having a new client come in and do a tax review, I mean, we were just booked up for the end of the year. And so we need to be having that opportunity to make sure that we're available for clients. But also, I always say you got to take care of home first. And so our family members, they've been with us. We're going to take care of them. But there's interesting facts that go along with this. You know, that Pew Research in 2019 said that the millennials have actually, ready for this? There's more millennials than there are baby boomers. Wow. Okay. Well, that's good news because as we have these baby boomers coming and retiring, then we have the millennials coming up there with more numbers, putting money into the market because they're the next wave they're going to retire. Mm-hmm. So they're starting to focus on that, putting more money away. And the old idea that, hey, we're now retired, we're going to take all the money out of the market and put it into cash, that's not true. So we're going to see a market that actually sounds like it could be, I say that very, very tentatively, could be an actually good market 
for some years yet. Mm-hmm. Again, this is the tip of the iceberg, you know, about sure. the 62 year olds are, are going in that area. So we have the retired population coming, but we haven't hit the, the majority yet. But it's looking like that may happen a little quicker than we thought. Instead of being like a seven to 11 year, mm-hmm. it could be a three to five year. All right. Well, that's good news for those of us who have some money in the market. Again, that younger generation could help us out. But there at Matson Financial Services, Gary, I know you're really focused on helping those who are right there at retirement or already retired, because it takes a different level of planning when you get to this stage of your life. And again, we're seeing so many more people come in these days. They've done really well with their retirement savings over the years. Now they just want to know, okay, well, how's this next part going to work for me? And you've actually expanded Matson and financial over these last few years to help deal with that uh, influx of people. And as we uh, start to head into the new year, I know you're looking ahead to January and setting some of those first appointments. Yes, we actually have four full-time advisors now. And of course, that's three of us in, in the family. And so Gerald's the one that's kind of the odd man out. So we just adopted him. You know, so, <laughs> so we have four advisors that are all Series 65 licensed, which means we're all fiduciaries. Mm-hmm. So everybody has that important designation so that you know it's doing the right things for the right reasons for clients. And then also is that, you know, let's face it, if we're going to get ready for retirement, we've been putting money in. And, if, you know, when the markets go down, we put money in. When the markets go up, we put money in. And that kind of serves its purpose through time. Now it's saying that I've got to change the channel and I want these dollars to take care of me instead of me taking care of those dollars. Mm-hmm. And so it gets a little bit more tricky, if you would, because there's different things going on. There's taxes. You know, you have Social Security could be taxed. You have a different level of taxes. You want to make sure you're taking money out, but you don't want to be taking principal or run out of money. And then we have to deal with the medical issues and then travel and the things that you want to do. And we now look at inflationary things like gas and food prices going sky high. Right. And is my portfolio going to be able to keep up with that? So if we had a standard inflation of 3% and then we're taking out the standard 2 or 3% of income, that means our portfolio's got to have 6 to 6.5% growth in it just to maintain our buying power and maintain where it's at. If you're not hitting those numbers consistently over 6.5%, you are going backwards, which means more than likely you're going to be one of the ones that will run out of money later in life. Now, that's one of the things we talk with our clients all the time about. Instead of us using the greatest returns we should have or the average returns, we actually look at our portfolios and say, if these did the worst that they could possibly do, how does that work for our clients? Are they going to be able to sustain the things that they want to do? It's always nice to have the good things happen in life. Sure. But bad things happen. Markets do go down. People do pass. Especially if you're married, you're going to have a person left behind at one point or another, and now you're going to have to take out more money because you want to maintain that lifestyle you've agreed to. You lose a tax deduction. You lose some Social Security benefits. So you're going to be taking more money out of your investments, which is going to put you in a higher tax bracket. Now's the time to look at those answers, not when that takes place. Because there's very little things we can adjust when we go forward from that point of view. So you really want to know a plan that says, When these things happen, what am I looking at? Where am I going to be? Am I going to be in a better position or equal? Or am I going to have to really look at things and say, hey, I got to cut back, downsize, become a renter? Things that we don't want to talk about, like moving in with family members. Want weekly lessons from your money mentors? Yes. Hit the subscribe button now and listen every weekend on Wood Radio. 
The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Fee-based financial planning and investment services are offered by Matson Financial Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services offered through Lakeview Financial Group, LLC, Matson Financial Services, LLC, and Lakeview Financial Group are affiliated. To find out if Matson Financial Services is licensed in your state, please call 800-536-8907.